Thank you for allowing me to be a part of your journey today. I am your host, K-Town, and you're listening to Mysterious Radio. Almost two months ago, Travis Scott held a concert at Astroworld, where 10 people lost their lives in a massive and terrifying crowd surge that injured at least 100 more. The cause of death for all 10 was compressed asphyxia, but many have come out to say that these deaths had a dark and sinister undertone. And here to discuss the details of the concert at Astroworld is my special guest returning to the show, William Ramsey. I've kind of been around for a while. I've seen a lot of people making mountains out of molehills. So when I first heard of this, I was like, man, I'll check it out. And then I really started to check out. So I was astonished at how much occult symbolism was involved. And the first thing that came to my mind was that it either one of these asteroids, there were three of them. So the most recent deaths that happened in November in Houston was a third that took place at, what is it, Six Flags, former Six Flags. Uh, area or landscape anyway so one of them had this smiley face over the earth and so for me that was astonishing because i used that same kind of symbolism for my second smiley face killers documentary so i immediately recognized that and in that in that symbolism there's like a screw through the head of the smiley face which is pretty intense like uh symbolizing like you're screwed so it's a very kind of ominous uh, malevolent looking symbol so that's one thing um, the other thing is that one of the things that I was surprised about is that the stage coming out of this circle, very potent symbolism of kind of like the foul, like the lingam and yoni, is that it's an upside down cross. And there's a lot of symbolism in the occult that comes from Eastern ideas of the ideas of penis and vagina. So it's very intense symbol, sexual, magical symbolism there. And you'll see that through Crowley. I'm very familiar with Crowley. But it comes really from ancient pagan societies to the present up through the occult. So that was incredible, too. So that really kind of piqued my interest. The whole stage is kind of like a holy mountain, like a, a possessed mountains motif, which also kind of ties into Yodorowsky and some of these other people. Like I know Kanye West has been influenced by Yodorowsky, and that's what I was thinking about when I saw that. And Yodorowsky is a big fan of Crowley and occultist. So it seemed very potent. Let, let, me, see, let me jump in real quick because sure. you couldn't tell the stage was an upside down cross. I couldn't tell until someone got an aerial view, uh, aerial view of it. Then you could definitely tell, you know, yeah. it's an upside down cross. Also, you, you mentioned um, that it was like coming out of his mouth. Now, someone saw that and said it was this this image of. It's supposed to be like the gates of hell, I guess. And it's it's like an old, old type thing. Something that has to do with the devil, welcome to gates of hell or something like that. Did you see that? I did. I saw something that looked like the, the mouth of him, that there's a kind of a circular mouth of his distinctive kind of hairstyle and a mouth of going through him that references Hieronymus Bosch, which he used to write all these things about different levels of hell or paint them, actually. So there's that play. 
But the specifics of the crucifix going into the circle, which is kind of the head of the stage, is the kind of sexual magic, lingam and yoni, penis and vagina thing. That's coming out of the mouth. But then that mouth is also like the gates of hell, and it also has like a hypnotic element to it, which is a lot of in his symbolism is this kind of deliberate symbolism of hypnotism, which is that kind of interlocking circle. So, Oh, that's that's crazy that you brought that up because someone noticed that too. Like they had all these images. Like if you were out in the crowd, those images looked like they were there to kind of hypnotize people. Yes. No yeah, question it was crazy. Mind. Yeah, yeah. Yes, no question in my mind that he's trying to do some kind of symbolic hypnotism and stuff and like and there was these noises that took place were very strange at the very beginning of the show that i'd never what heard noises? in any other constant yeah any what, other what noises are you talking about it went like very loud and very like it was way too loud to be like warning it was kind of the introduction to and you can hear it on twitter if you type in hashtag astroworld you can see a lot of the stuff i'm talking about but these very loud strange noises that maybe i'm just old but to me they were very kind of like sonic crowd control type noises so i think that when pe there were so many people online who said this was outright demonic this had an evil energy and i agree with them i totally agree with them what about okay so someone else had a it was a phone video um at the beginning of it, it looked like all these spirits were walking across the top yeah. of that state. Have you seen that? Yes, I have. That was also creepy, too. So there's like all of these kind of uh, silhouettes of people walking across the top of this mountain. So there's all kinds of like occult ascension type themes because they're walking up the mountain. I mean, it's really something else. I think that somebody, I don't know if it's him or his production designers or what, but... You know, and then you throw in this at the very beginning, or at least a certain part of that concert, there was a either some kind of flaming demon, or he deliberately or somebody deliberately used the symbolism of the phoenix, which is how I saw that. Yeah. It, and it looked like it was going inside him. Like it. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. And I saw another one. Crazy. Somebody said they saw like a silhouette of something coming from the sky and coming right. into him. And coming into him. Kim saw yeah. that and said, Did you? Yeah. <laughs> so it crazy. gets really crazy. It gets really crazy. And we can talk about the deeper kind of meaning of the Phoenix, but it's something that. What, what is that? Go ahead and tell me now. What is the deeper uh, let's meaning read of the from Manly P. Hall? So Manly P. Hall was a Mason. He was probably the best, well-known Mason in in America or the Western world. He won tons of books. Wrote tons of books. One is uh, Secret Teachings of All Ages. It's a tome. It's really kind of like a, a grimoire of all these kind of ideas, and, and in that. And in his own book, I think it was the Phoenix, he writes about the Phoenix as a symbol. So you'll see it around in occult environments of this this Phoenix. But here's him quoting Manly P. Hall. The Phoenix is one sign of the secret orders of the ancient world and of the initiate of those orders. For it was common to refer to one who had been accepted into the temples as a man twice born or reborn. Wisdom confers a new life, and those who become wise are born again. So it's almost like a parody of like a Christian rebirth. Crazy. It's, this, this symbol of the Phoenix, it's all yeah. up in Harry Potter. I mean, all yeah, in absolutely. it. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Good point. And Harry Potter's redolent with the cult symbolism, all kinds. Yeah, of it is from top to bottom, back top to front. To I mean, it is just and, wow. And alchemy. So this is also an alchemical symbol as well. So right. if he's deliberately using the Phoenix, I haven't proved that it's a Phoenix. I don't know if it's a flaming demon or what, but. Um, it's, it's about transmutation, which is Harry Potter as well. So Harry Potter, you know, he, you take clay and turn it into gold. So if you're following the Philosopher's Stone or uh, 
you know, whatever they call it in Harry Potter, the Sorcerer's Stone, you're you're transforming yourself. And that's how alchemy kind of transformed into a philosophical ideology. So he may be doing that as well. And but the end, get this, is that you're transforming yourself into a god. Unreal. Um, Wow. Uh, Okay. so tell me, like, you know, (laughs) people, I'm telling you and do let me tell you something. I've never seen any type of. Uh, instance where um, something like this has just blown up and people have just, you know, he's had so much backlash over it, but he had to have a team 24 seven. Someone is, someone has got to be working with Google man, because I tried to, you know, go on there and, you know, cause he's, he's a little, he's weird anyway. You know what I'm saying? He won't look at the camera and all this other stuff. You could not find prior to this incident, you couldn't find a picture of Travis looking at a camera. Now, after wow. this incident, all the pictures, <laughs> you search them on wow. Google, you can see his eyes in every single picture. And I'm telling you, they, they were not there before. Wow. So he's um, like one of those types. He's always looking down, right? He's always looking That's down. A, that, yeah. See, Kanye went through that same p- position. So like he's a slave. That's what he's a slave. Is that what that save. is? Yeah, huh. that's what my understanding is. He's I like gotcha. a esoteric that that whole thing. But they scrubbed a lot of stuff out of there to of him because he this wasn't his first concert disaster. Yeah, he's there were I other didn't know ones about in the, the past. other one. What yeah, happened at the other one? So he wrote on his Instagram on March. This is 2014, a long time ago. He wrote, "It's not a show until someone pass out." So that was liked by 5,000 people. So this. This was taken out, and then and back in 2015, he said, "Can he survive the rodeo in Houston?" So he know he kind of sensed, or in my opinion, he knew that the, these two shows had some kind of uh, stuff. There's a picture of him with bat symbolism, which is heavy duty, like that bat flies at night and sees at night. So there's pictures of him. On, if you go back, I don't know. I think my understanding is they were deleted from Instagram. So. He was at. Here's another quote from him: states that he wants blood at shows and relishes in fans quote giving their bodies for him. So that was from Spoken Reasons on Instagram. That's crazy. And then he wrote no one more thing, and then he wrote another one for seventeen thousand other likes. Last day of tour was tonight. Very wild. To that kid who blacked out, you're a hero. <laughs> this is just another, crazy. There's another go, one for the kid bleeding from his head, and he says, "Travis Scott, I love you." So twenty one thousand. So there's a very much in it, in my opinion, there and there, there's another one that says only some make it. I can post these on my Twitter page. People can look at them. But it's clear that he's, in my opinion, he's encouraging this stuff. So let me ask you. Okay, so have you looked at the date of his concert? Like, is there any significance to the day? I don't know. I haven't looked at the date, but. You know, I, I know of, numbers are important, so. Numbers are important. Well, it's 11th, right? November is the 11th. 11th is a big number in the occult. Whether, what day was it? The 6th of November? I, I, I didn't, I didn't key into was. that. I, I wonder know. what time he got on stage. 7th? Was it 6th or 7th? Seven? I can't remember. 6th yeah, or 7th. I, I couldn't get the exact date. Huh. Now, okay, so I saw another video of, you know, he's, for one, his eyes. Someone caught his eyes. Um, as he was going on stage, it almost looked like, you know, they were not his eyes. <laughs> it looked something weird. Maybe that's someone playing with the video. I don't know. But do you think that they are even for an instance while they're doing things like this, that they allow themselves or are told to let demonic beings take them over? 
I think that it's possible. I mean, I don't know really the details of what's going on behind the scenes or what he does, but I think of like Jim Morrison who like, it was like a ritual. He would ritualize his shows and he thought he was possessed. And it's the same thing with um, Freddie Mercury. He said he would go out on stage as the devil. That's what he was impersonating. So that was kind of what filled his mind when he went out on stage. So some of these other guys are doing that. But on the shirt, another thing people can look at of the night of that astral world disaster is his shirt shows these blue people going through kind of a... Yeah, what is some kind yeah. of a change or a mirror, yeah, and then they right. come out on the other side a different color. Right, like what they is go it? through a portal. They go through some kind of portal to become another person with flaming hair. So that's also kind of the symbol of transformation, right? It's like the whole occult is about that transformation, like the phoenix. So he's playing these symbols off of one another. So he has multiple symbols showing, and there's one show showing this transformation, yeah. And so what about, um, okay, so the poster that he used to um, promote his concert was just weird. It looked like a little demon child or something like that. Yeah, that one, the, the true dystopia is here. Well, what is one. that? What is yeah. what is dystopia? What is that? Uh, well, the dystopia is like the opposite of a utopia, right? So the utopia is the ideal society. A dystopia is like Mad Max. So, all right. And he wrote this other quote. Well, who knows what lies beneath the surface? When the end arrives, it's really the beginning. So he's got all these kind of word plays. And then I said, then his like thing from Instagram said, F it. Let's start it up. New music at midnight. So if he started at midnight, that would be another telling thing. These guys, this guy has a huge amount of likes. He's got like 2,300,000 likes. He has a massive following. And it is also another thing I'd like to point out for people who don't know. He promoted this occult show on um, Fortnite. Like he was a he was going for the kids. One of the kids who died there was nine years old. I know. That's unbelievable. I could not believe it, John. Was that so young? it's not yeah. even that they let them into a very, in my opinion, very adult-themed uh, concert, but like you're promoting it on, on Fortnite and these other things that little kids are watching. So they're going after the kids, man. Let me ask you something about Instagram, too. And, you know, a lot of people were... Um, we're t trying to say, you know, tell others, you know, don't follow him and stuff like that. But think about the symbology of Instagram calling it follow. Um, right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, <laughs> people still follow him. I mean, I don't think he's lost any followers, but isn't that interesting how they call it follow? But, you know, um, right. with with Beyonce and Jay-Z, they're really it's like now it's um, it's really kind of snowballing and people are like, um saying things that the, I mean they see it you know what I'm saying for those that have the eyes to see like the last picture I saw of Jay-Z and Beyonce's I think it's on Beyonce's Instagram um you know she's plainly got the you know the what is that the pyramid or something that they put oh their, right yeah the magical pyramid yeah they're both you know yeah, yeah they're both flexing that pyramid and stuff yeah, and people are just calling them, yeah yeah, they're on to it now. So he has all kinds of stuff. I mean, oh, he, he talks does. about the Rain Man. I mean, we can get into that whole story, but he's definitely quilted in my opinion. What is the Rain Man? Tell me about that. Well, like that's his like inspiration. That's where he gets his ideas. So it's to me, it's like a symbol for Lucifer. So the Rain Man is like uh, what he calls his, I think, his inspiration. So I think that he's referenced the Rain Man two or three times in his in his songs. 
Huh, it's interesting. We got to do yeah. a show just on him and and her. Well, oh, Beyonce's got a church. I had no idea. Had a church. Has a sure, church. She's got a whole alter ego, right? Doesn't she have like a, a whole other name for herself? So she's yeah. Got this- uh, what is it? What is it? I forgot the name of it. I can't remember. But people were saying oh, this. You know, they were they weren't nice um, talking about that church that's in Louisiana where these people actually worship her. Um, I don't know the name of it, but the the Astro Festival was November fifth, so eleven five. I don't know if that has any occult meaning. Okay, eleven five. Got you. What about Kylie? Kylie had that whole bathing in the blood. Uh, She was pregnant at the time, which is sickening. Yeah. Um, Before this happened, I mean, blood all over her, and it almost looked like. It was. It reminded me of an aborted baby. Maybe it was just weird. But she said she was um, promoting Halloween make- makeup, but it was just disgusting, man. Um, hey, I think that that whole squad from the Kardashians is into their religion. Is kind of a new age occult religion because I've seen them all flashing that kind of like OK peace sign with the three six 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 symbol. Oh so yeah, I've seen her mom yes, yeah, and also the guy who turned into a girl. Whatever his name, uh, her name Bruce is now. Jenner. Bruce Jenner. Yeah. yeah. Well, so that's. What about what about um, the whole thing with um, Kanye? He had that concert or something, and uh, he was in a stadium. It looked like he was on. I don't know where he was, but Kim come out in a in a wedding gown, and you got all these people dressed in black. It was so weird, dude. It looked exactly like some type of ritual to me. I think it when was. that was happening, he was. He borrowed a lot of his visuals from uh, Jodorowsky, who's well, I guess he was from Chile, but he's in France now. Who's like a devotee of Crowley and a heavy, much heavy duty in the cult, an admitted blood drinker, drinks human blood, and that was somebody who uh, Kanye went, went and traveled and, and met. Like there's pictures of them together. He's with like probably one of the arch occultists of our time, like somebody very high up who did Holy Mountain and these uh, other kind of occult themed, uh, esoteric themed movies. And uh, yeah, I mean, there's he officiated, Yodorowsky officiated Marilyn Manson's wedding when he got married. So <laughs> yeah, and then get this, it's the strangest thing ever because I think these this guys are crazy. all now Christians. If you heard the whole story of Marilyn Manson and uh kanye and i think justin bieber together no what yeah, happened? they were all together i think a couple weeks ago at a ostensibly christian mass or you know ceremony so it gets really weird so it's really strange at the top and she uh i know that kardashian is friends with um abramovich right the blood drinking witch who was oh, mentioned yeah oh yeah yeah so these the one guys that... have ties it's like the epstein crew man they got ties all over the place Wow. And, um, and Kanye West is a, just another one. I mean, he said all kinds of strange stuff. He was possessed. I think he had a mental breakdown, but yeah, I think he was involved in, um, yeah, he was involved. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. There's rumors about that guy. That Why he, do you say it? Just say it. He switches. <laughs> He's a switch hitter. Or was a switch hitter. Oh, really? Yeah, that's a rumor. But, I believe anyway. it. I, I, I believe it. Anything's possible. Let me ask you something. Yes, because... Kanye, um, Kanye, you know, he's supposedly had his breakdown and then he comes out, he has this blonde hair, which they say that's a symbol is like mind control. Like maybe he's not himself anymore. And that's not Kanye anymore or whatever. Um, do you know the significance when, when they supposedly have a breakdown and if they come back out into the public eye, maybe, you know, their hair's different or something is some type of 
symbology for those that have the eyes to see it, that yeah, he's they had to get him back in line, in other words, because remember he was spouting off some crazy stuff. Yeah. yeah and was, so um they He took, was off the reservation. Yeah. <laughs> he was way off. Yeah, I don't know. He really I was. Know. I don't know some of that stuff, but I do believe that part of the elite culture is very knowledgeable about stuff that came out of mind control over the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. So that leached out into the culture. And so the symbols and stuff got got permeated into fashion and music videos and stuff like that. And Travis Scott has probably knows something, at least something or somebody around him. Because yeah. I think he's using those techniques, at least some of them. Okay, so I want to talk about him again because, you know, there's tons of videos of him actually looking at ambulance coming through the crowd and these people supposedly you know had died he's looking right at them so he, with him visually seeing that someone is possibly dead is he getting a charge or some type of energy off of that he might but i mean there are videos of people like screaming help stop and he's smiling along he can clearly in my opinion what i saw with him is that he's looking at him and there were 300 people injured there was a massive amount of bodies so a lot of people got hurt, and fortunately, only ten is a tragedy. It could have been much worse than that, but he didn't stop. They could have stopped the whole thing. And concerts do stop at times. There's been the amount of concerts that have had stampedes and stuff are, are legion. There's so many, so they could have stopped. There were actually a couple of videos I saw of two people from the audience rushing the stage, saying, "Hey, you got to turn this off," and they didn't get listened right, to. Right, I so, saw that too. Yeah. Yeah. So. There's a lot of problems, and they just got hit with a $750 million lawsuit, I think, on the 17th. I saw so, that, yeah. yeah. yeah they're, in, they're in deep trouble, and I don't know how they're going to get away from that, in my opinion. If you look at all the evidence that I could see casually, it just screams negligence, and I don't know. I hope that if he's, if he's insured, yeah, wow, the insurers are in deep trouble, in my opinion, because there's a lot of injuries, a lot of damage. Tell me something like um... – what about like have you in history i mean has this happened before with other musicians having concerts and possibly yeah, was, having who yeah, else was, it wasn't jay-z the who was a notorious one there was a stampede and people died there was one at an uh, acdc concert i think in utah but it was also p diddy if you remember p diddy they had that one where like eight or nine people died they were going through a tunnel do you remember that and I think he skirted. No, I that. don't remember that one. Yeah, yeah, no, there was one with uh, P. Diddy. Yeah, when he right when he was starting, he was either a producer or the musician, and uh, there was a number of people who got crushed to death. I also saw on TikTok, uh, someone posted a um, some type of clip from 1992, an episode of The Simpsons called The Auto Show, where Bart Simpson was going to attend a uh, Spinal Tap concert. And all these people got trampled and things like that. It's just wild, man. I mean, because you see all these. Um, I don't know what it is about the Bart Simpson stuff, but is someone? I mean, how the hell is that? How the hell is that happening? I mean, how are some of these eerie um, predictions happening? In the Bart Bart Simpson show and the Simpson show. So I don't I don't know how it's happening, but yeah, it's. Um, it's crazy. It says also it has in there, it shows Homer holding a news magazine with with his cover reading, Bat Boy, actually predicts the final four. But it's the, it, it looks exactly like the opening of Travis 
Scott's, you know, his entrance really? and his poster. <laughs> it looks just wow. like his poster. Wow. It's crazy. Have you seen that? No, no, I didn't see it. Wow, that's crazy. I'm not surprised. There's, they have weird kind of inside knowledge or something. I don't know what's going on. I don't on. know how the hell that's happening. But yeah. Um, yeah. Um, it looks exactly like that weird uh, poster that Travis Scott used to promote his concert. Um, There's but- actually an article out titled, Remembering Diddy's Deadly Stampede 30 Years Before Travis Scott's Astroworld Tragedy. It was just put out in November. So Really? Yeah. So, so how I many think, people got killed at his concert? Nine. Nine? nine? Yeah, so December oh, wow. one, nine people were dead, and at least 29 others were injured after an inpatient crowd tried to push their way into a city college gym to catch the game, which members of Boys to Men, Run DMC, Joe to See, Heavy D, and Big Daddy Kane were playing. And I think that was something. He was a small-time promoter back then. He still went by Puff Daddy. He wasn't P. Diddy yet. Oh, he was? Okay. And... Let me ask you something about um, Jay-Z, which people think, you know, he's, what was you, <laughs> was that you? <laughs> my, cat. my cat's making noise. I'm trying to get his attention. Sorry. Okay. Um, tell me, like, is this some type of trade-off? People say that they're mind-controlled or some people even go further than that and say that these people are not who they are. They have actually died and been replaced because... You know, on my show, I talk about, um, you know, the ability for the government to clone people. I do believe that's way far ahead than than we, you know, than the general public knows. Um, who knows what they're able to do? But some people think, you know, they, they get so big and then they're done away with. And lo and behold, they have a replacement. Um, and so I'm asking you. Do you believe this is some type of mind control? These people are genuinely who they are or are they clones that just are told to do whatever and and they do? I don't think they're clones, in my opinion. I think that they become enamored with that world and they do what they have to do to maintain what they want. It's like selling your soul to the devil, right? So they become easily hypnotized. They believe in hypnotism. They have all the symbology. And I think that the, and so then their their shows become ritualized. They don't become just standard musical shows. They become ways to influence people and uh, show them, you know, at least the initiated some of their symbolism, and then kind of pull like uh, hoodwink the rest. I guess it's one way to put it because that astral world is something else. The smiley face on the world is really Well, incredible. what is that? Tell me about the smiley face. What is the smiley face, and then what does that mean over the world? What does that mean? Okay, so the smiley face came out of, it was used frequently in the English kind of underground rave community. So it would be put on ecstasy. It would be in a lot of the, a lot of the kind of, iconography and posters and things like that. So it came out kind of in a very kind of edgy avant-garde kind of uh, techno music, right? And so it came out of there, but then I think it even goes back to William Burroughs. And I think what it really symbolizes is kind of the world is a cosmic joke and uh, you're, you know, you're in on it and it's a nihilistic kind of use of that symbol. And I think that comes from, and it's been used most predominantly, in my opinion, in in 
Alan Moore, who was a comic book writer, used the symbol very predominantly in one of his comic books. And so, and then the, and the character who it's associated with is known as the comedian who kills people and doesn't care. So it's, it's really is nihilistic. And I think it then it just pervaded and you see a lot of uh, people in the industry and the cultural films and Hollywood wearing the symbol. It's, and it's integrated in so many films. It's off the charts. So it's, it's kind of like an occulted term. So I believe people in the occult know much more of its use. And it might even be a tag. And the reason I came across researching it was of something called the Smiley Face Killers, which I've done two documentaries about. You can see them on uh, my Vimeo page. But it's associated with this, this phenomenon of young men going out at night and being found in river. And I've got to give you a warning. It's happening again. It's happening in Chicago. And there's been a couple African-American young men who I think have met similar fits. You really got to be careful. I think something's operating again after COVID. So, and I covered that in my show too. Uh, actually it involved, if, do you know who Crum is? Do you know who Crum, the lawyer Crum? He's represented people in civil rights cases. Oh yeah. He's the one that represented the family and the George Floyd. Okay. So he I think he, I think that's right. I think he represented the George Floyd. Well, he's now representing a young man by the name of Jelani Day. He went missing last month and was found in water. And it fits all of the M.O. of these other smiley face killing deaths that I've researched. And really? Chrome wow. is now representing the family. So they, they're looking at it possibly as a as a. Okay, so let me you know, ask you that. That's issue. Some, yeah, some kind of what? That. Civil rights? Civil so rights you... issue. And there was another young man, a very talented African-American guy. His name was Ambrose Monnier. You can look that up, M-O-N-Y-E. And he met a similar fate. He was just walking down the street, disappeared, and ended up in the lake. And so you can see these patterns. And then Chicago is definitely uh, – these types of deaths are more common in urban areas, and Chicago is one of them. Okay, so with it happening, you know, I mean, it's happening in in what's it all over the United States all over the, or all over the world. So, so that, this I, is that, a cohesive effort with some occultic group, possibly. Yes, gotcha. I think occult influence, and that's the whole thing about um, about Travis Scott's use of it is it's incredible. He put it on the world, and, and Jelani Day went missing August twenty fourth, twenty twenty one. He was a 25-year-old graduate student at Illinois State University. He vanished in August 24th. His, his car was founded in a wooded area miles away where he was last seen. And then he ended up um, floating in the Illinois River. That is crazy. Yeah, I'm going to look that up. Um, yeah, look up Jelani Day. Look up Ambrose Monnier too. I covered him in my second Smiley Face Killer documentary, which is The Global Slaughter Continues. Do you think they're taken somewhere and then to maybe a group of people that are in this occult? Um, I don't know what you would call it, but maybe they're doing it and they're all participating in a ritual with them and then they're ending up in water. Let me ask you that. Are they showing any other signs of injury or are they just dead in the water? It's a really good question because I think that a lot of these forensic pathologists who look at these cases just chalk it up to an accident and i think it's i think that the lean or the pull of the law enforcement is just to chalk it up to an accident and don't keep it on the files it's the easier way than to say some misadventure happened like for example jelani day was missing from august 24th his body was found september 4th so he's missing 10 days in water 
excuse me, he should have been found earlier than that. Um, if he, if that same day he, he died by misadventure, especially all these guys, there's massive searches. Like they involve hundreds of people a lot of times. So where are they? And that's one of the big questions about the smiley face killers and some of these other cases I study. Obviously, these guys are kept alive somewhere else. They're kept somewhere for whatever they purpose. They have to be, right, right. And there was one of the original cases that was covered. The guy was frozen. Somebody took the guy, got in, I don't know what happened, but they put his body in a freezer and then threw him in the water to make it look like he had, hadn't died that early. And, you know, if you remember Richard Kuklinski, the Iceman, that's how he got his nickname, because he would play with the police like that. So some of these murderers are calculating and thinking. And Richard Kuklinski was the Iceman because that's what he did. He would freeze the bodies and confuse the police. You, so this smiley face that Travis Scott is using, I don't think is a mistake. I don't. I think he knows it. The occult understanding of that. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look that up. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen that actually used until his concert. But one thing I do want to ask you is that. Um, wait a minute. It just slipped my mind here. <laughs> Yeah, I but don't there's know a lot like, going on. You got to really watch out too, especially if you're a young man, even a young woman. You know, you got to be careful out there. There's some really bad actors um, out at bars and things like that that you know you just don't you don't want to really watch out for. Yeah. Um, what are you? Um, real quick, I want to ask you something because I know you've been having some shows about this too. Um, but it's strange you don't see any well it's not strange you know that they control the media so no we're not going to hear about it just lane what's going on with her trial right now well it's actually was supposed to be a six-week trial and then the prosecution ended i think in a week or uh not for very long they didn't show that much evidence and then the defense nobody showed up people who were subpoenaed to show up in court they didn't show up so she didn't even have any defense witnesses so the defense rested and i think it's going to the jury tomorrow or, or Tuesday. So there's a lot of curious things about that. Um, some of the information, some of the people that she abused, I think, came up uh, in court. And there were very strange things about that. But there was something that came out in court, actually got somebody kicked off of Twitter, is that when the police went to the mansion in New York City and opened up the, the um, safe that was there, inside were pieces of videotapes that had already been covered with FBI tape. Really? Yes. Do you, so do you know what that means? That they were... What they know about it, right? Yes, right. The FBI and, and Julian and, and Epstein had already somehow giving information to the FBI. That's what that would mean. If the FBI had already given them tapes and handed them back to them. That's wild. So it's wild. But then you have, it gets much bigger because Ghislaine Maxwell's dad was a big time player like he was operating the kgb probably the mi6 the Mossad. so he was in like a high highest level intel kind of person and who so killed they, him out at sea well that's another great question i mean i actually just posted something about uh today about a guy who wrote the book um about his death his name was uh, it was something his name was martin dillon he wrote the assassination of Robert Maxwell, Israel's super spy. So you can go check that out. He sent me something right after Jeffrey Epstein died on August 10th, 2019. So I read really? out. It's kind of, yeah. So there's that book is out there. And he, um, <clears throat> it was actually kind of suppressed. Like they didn't want that book to come out. Now this, but that's a mystery. He was in deep trouble. Robert Maxwell was heavily in debt. He had looted pension funds. He was all coming to a head. 
So, um, you know, there, I think that their approach was that he was trying to get people on his side and people were like, well, he can just go, he can just die. And that was a very mm. suspicious. This is crazy. That's one of the most interesting cases ever. Um, let me ask you something about uh, Ghislaine and her and her uh, trial. Are they letting the public in there, or is this a is this closed session or what? So the it's a federal trial, so there's no. I guess in New York, I can't remember if it's federal in New York, but they won't allow video camera. But they're allowing people in. So there's a couple people. How by lottery? Are they doing a lottery? No, they just well, they just. I think I don't think there's enough to like keep people out, but people are waiting in line and they're either going into the courtroom or some side room to watch it on TV. So a couple people you can watch is Roberta Glass of the True Crime Report or a guy by the name of Addy Ads, ADDS, who's showing up every day and kind of doing stuff. And also it's inner city press is doing uh, blow by blow, play by play kind of stuff about that. So it'll be interesting to see if it turns out if she doesn't go to jail. I'll be really disappointed because they didn't even show all the – to me, uh, people say, oh, this is rigged. But that this case was so big, they should have been a RICO case, like a mob case where they went after everybody. Yeah. Because there were so yeah, many – That's what I'm saying. I mean this had to be a huge operation. And then she's <laughs> the only one you bag? Yeah. This is crazy. No, you're absolutely right. It's totally crazy. There were hundreds of victims. There's been millions and millions of dollars of payouts. So there were hundreds of victims. I think there's been – they don't know who they paid out to. I think that's confidential, but they said that the number of payouts from Epstein Fund was 125. So there's at least 125 people so far. So some of the girls are courageous enough to come out and tell their story. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's a huge case. I mean, they were blackmailing people. In my opinion, it was a big blackmail. It wasn't just a, the way that it's. So there's one way they're characterizing it is they just had Epstein and Ghislaine. That's it. Done. And they're going to get arrested. To me, it's a huge operation. It's a racket racketeering. Yeah, they can't do that. Just them themselves. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing, the other thing that they're doing is it's just a pedophile operation, right? It's just that she was supplying women to Epstein, so Epstein could abuse them. But that's not the whole story because Epstein was taking those women and farming them out. So what Epstein was doing was he was definitely, according to the evidence that I saw, having sex with them. But he was sending them out to his Yeah, friend. he was sending them out. Yeah, and what about all the other guys? What right. about all the other guys that participated right. in all that? Right. I don't know how many other people were raped, but there was the girl, one of the main girls, her name is Virginia Giuffre. She said she was, I mean, what, you pimped out? She was sent out to like three or four, at least four or five other people, including Prince Andrew, who she's suing right now. She's still in litigation with Prince Andrew and... Alan Dershowitz. They never, nobody ever asked that or talks about that. Uh, yeah. Maybe a little bit about Andrew, but she's in litigation with Dershowitz right now. It's heavy. You can go look at the, the paper that's flying around between that, that lawsuit. It's still going on to this day. And Kevin Spacey also is being uh, the criminal case of Kevin Spacey. Oh, he's horrible. Oh, he is a horrible guy. There's a, whole he's other a, story, there's a picture of him and Ghislaine on the thrones of, uh, I think it was in Buck, Buckingham Palace. These guys were they were they were involved in all kinds of stuff and oh man it gets so deep. What about okay so uh, the last of those stories are getting lost. <laughs> they should be told they're getting lost in just Elaine. Sorry. Yeah and okay so uh, the last thing I saw about Prince Andrew he was asking the court to dismiss him from you know asking them to d- dismiss everything you know. Um, I don't know what happened with that. I think that's ongoing. I thought I saw it the other day. But let me ask you something. What about all the names and stuff that she had? You know, they were saying she has all these names and they found all this information about all these guys. Where is it and who are they? 
Right. Well, I think that she knows a lot. I think Elaine knows a lot of names. I think that Virginia Giffray, who was one of just one of the many victims, named names, and she had it in the. If you remember, she sued Elaine in 2016 for defamation, and that part of that case is why Elaine got arrested because they believe she perjured. There's two counts of perjury in this criminal case that's taking place now that came out of Giffray versus Maxwell, right? And in those documents are Giffray's autobiography, which contains a lot of information about Epstein. She literally wrote an autobiography that revealed a lot of stuff. Really? So those are names there, but then there's the little black book, right? Right. They kept a very detailed black book that uh, they updated and lovingly put in numbers or numbers to Trump, Clinton, all these people. There's, I mean, you should go just see the Trump numbers. They have like eight or nine numbers for Donald Trump and his whole family. So they really were had all of these contacts that were incredible. And those are people you could probably, in a RICO case, sit down and start interviewing. You know, oh, what happened? Tell me what happened. Do you know anything, right? right. I mean, they've exactly. got other people. Right. They got John Luke Brunel. Um, they've got other people that kind of are in that same kind of view. <laughs> Jeffrey Nargard was one, but uh, it was huge. There were a lot of people getting blackmailed. I mean, I can tell, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it was bad. They, they were in an industrial scale, um, in my opinion, an industrial scale kind of compromise, compromise operation in part. Yeah. And you know, one of the interesting things about her father, Robert <laughs> Maxwell, one more thing, sorry to interrupt, but no, you're good. one more thing is that if you read his biography, it almost looks like Elaine Maxwell who's in. So he had all these multiple biographies, but you see him with the Prince of Wales. You see him with Charles. You see Robert Maxwell with so many public figures. I mean, he really was a networker par excellence. He knew everybody. And uh, you kind of see that same thing with his daughter. She, she picked up a lot from her dad, in yeah. my opinion. Let me ask you something. Okay, so have they ever said anything about all the evidence that they recovered? Because I'm wondering about the island. Um, man, you know they got <laughs> I oh. don't know what they pulled out of the house. Uh, but they got some shit out of that house. Tons, tons. They, they probably have reams of information on everybody who set foot on that island. That was the reason it was there. It was probably like a Hellfire Club island where anybody with that, whatever your predilections or kinks were, could be fulfilled. And they probably videotaped them just like they would yeah. in that mansion. Yeah. So it's just a huge compromise operation. And where all that information is, I don't know. But that break, breaking that safe was very telling for me. Because when the FBI broke that open, I bet the, they never expected that to happen. I bet. Maxwell and Epstein never expected them to go break open that safe and find that stuff. Okay. All right. So, wow. Um, so Roberta's been able to, to get access to the... She's doing daily shows, daily updates of everything she's She's seen. able to get in every day. Yeah. Wow. You can see the day by day. And this will be interesting to see the jury deliberation. I wonder how long they'll take. I don't know. I, I keep my I'll fingers... Give it, I'll give it a week. Yeah. When do I, they yeah. go into deliberation? Like I said, I think that the, the case ends is either ended or ends tomorrow. I know it ended Friday, so the defense rested, and then they had some kind of preliminary hearing on charging hearing, and then it goes to trial tomorrow. So I mean, it goes to jury tomorrow, sir. Ah, okay. Yeah, so. Amazing. So, what have you have you seen people? Um, has anyone that she you know you named all these people she was with um, over the years have any <laughs> <laughs> try to support her in public or are they just no that's crickets. the funny thing crickets 
crickets. I mean, she she called a lot of people for defense witnesses, and I think only one showed up. And there was a big hubbub. Who, and in the who was it? Who was judge. it? Who was it? I don't remember offhand. I think it was one girl. Like she worked with Maxwell back in the day. That was it. But none of her celebrity friends or society friends. Of showed course up. not. Of course not. not. No. One could come to defense, which is very telling to me. They do not want to touch that. They don't want to touch her at all, which is rude. I mean, I don't know if that's that influence that she, I don't know how much that will influence the jury. But to me, that's she couldn't come up with one character witness, not even her husband. I think she's married to some guy who's a tech agent. I think her sister didn't that's even crazy. testify. That's cruel. You know what? Yeah. Her that brother's out in public telling like she's being abused because she only gets an apple and a banana and a cracker in the morning or something. Oh, yeah. But, I saw that. I read that. I read it. Yeah. So, she was, she's been treated so horribly and. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, she deserves everything, in my opinion, deserves everything she got. And I think that she's so used to the high living. I think she's kind of an arrogant snob and a snob, in my opinion. So I think that she's used to the best and probably not very well that great. But her family's super corrupt. Her dad was corrupt. And her sons, I think, I mean, the sons, his sons, he had nine children or something like a lot of children. But there were two of the sons who were banned from partaking in any corporate activities in London for 10 years. I think that's what their judgment was. So they were literally, it would be like the equivalent of like me being a money manager, but I couldn't work on Wall Street at all for 10 years. That's crazy. Yeah. So they were there. Yeah. Grew up from top to bottom. Absolutely. Um, and then there were all kinds of allegations of secret bank accounts. So like he ended, there were stories of, you know, him looting the pension funds, but where did all that Well, that's a good question. Out? What happened to, um, I mean, you know that, you know, they have some, Offshore account somewhere, Jeffrey too, and and, and probably. Yeah. Do you think they found those, or did they say anything about that or anything? I don't know. I don't know where. I think that they found that Jeffrey's assets were worth five hundred and fifty million dollars, which nobody really knows where that came from. But they, they, I don't know how they knew where all that that money came from, or where his total assets or those other assets out there. And then Julie Glenn Maxwell's. Loaded. She's worth like two hundred million or two hundred fifty million as well. So where does that money come from? She doesn't really work. I mean, it's real. There's a lot of questions, and I think they weren't answered. And I think that she was getting paid for girls, probably. Yeah, they bought probably both were, and that's the whole thing why it should have been a RICO suit because they should have found out who was paying, how where how these transactions were taking place, where the kids came from. I think that they were probably getting children from Haiti, um, Venezuela. Um, cause there are pictures of him, of Epstein, I think with one of the heads of the Venezuelan state, I forgot his name was not Maduro, but the guy before Maduro. So, I mean, it was a huge scale and it all got covered up and that's the sick thing. And there's probably victims that should have come to light and should, I think it would be a much, it would be a good use of tax dollars to really figure out the totality of it. But that's the whole cover up aspect of it. And it's an interesting thing about this judge who's, over the case, I don't know if you saw this, but before the two or three days before the case started, the Biden administration offered her a seat on the federal circuit court. So she you got to be kidding me, man! No, no, so she flew from New York. She went from New York to D.C. to sit in front of all the Senate's, the Senate Judiciary Committee, to be confirmed during this case. She literally in between oh my God. parts of the trial. You can go look it up. I forgot what her name was. But you can see, watch her. Is that incorrect? It's this. It's so corrupt. It's. I mean, it. It's redolent with corruption. Joe Biden. And the administration gave her, promoted her to be on. I think 
the Second Circuit Court. Oh my! Oh my lord! Yeah, no, this, this just—you just can't make it up. You can't make it up. Yeah. So I mean, the other thing is that she was um, the judge. Allison Nathan is her name. So she, but she, she kept a lot of that information that they wanted covered up, covered up. So a lot of the stuff that the public really should know, I think, is um, not being put out. I think they kept it quiet. Let me ask you something about her dad. Um, I know he died at sea, but did they ever recover his body? Yes. They did. They recovered his body, and he was buried in Jerusalem like a, like a, you know, observant Jew in, you know, with, I think, six heads of state, heads of uh, the Israeli state were there to inter him. And I think members of the Mossad, too. I, I got to go back and look at that, but it's really. She's a nominee to be on. The United States Circuit Judge of the United States Court of Appeals for the Second Circuit. So she was just nominated. That's crazy. It's mm. crazy. And, okay, so do you ever see anyone else being brought up on charges concerning Jeffrey and uh, Lane? Or is this, is this, or is this like, it? Like is I said, it? I think that this is kind of like the way that they're going to put it to rest is just take these two who are really at the center of everything and put it out and, and prosecute them. So... I think they killed Epstein. I think that he was he was it was too dangerous for them to go to any trial. And there are very, very, very powerful people, lots of money who can make that happen. So I, I don't and I, I've seen, you know, Cyril Wacht and these other guys said that they looked at the autopsy report and said that certain hyoid bone was broken and other cartilage around the neck that was consistent with strangulation. So um, not consistent with hanging. It's very different. It's very distinctly different. Yeah, to break the hyoid bone, I mean that takes a lot of effort to do that yeah so yeah. and people heard screams that night so I, that makes most sense to me is just a corrupt situation at the at the jail they, they might not they might the people who work there may not even had a choice you know like we're gonna do this whether you consent or not and you're gonna keep your mouth shut yeah and you're gonna shut up about it yeah yeah um so yeah as far as other people there's so many people involved i bet there's actually been kind of consequences there's been a lot of things strange shady things that have happened with uh people in the corporate community so like for example there was a guy who was the head of barclays who got fired and there's a kind of infamous picture of him with epstein and bill gates and he was just let go they i know that my understanding is there was an internal investigation about that guy and it didn't come back pretty and he was let go literal ceo of a huge bank so that was one and there's been some other other ones um there's been some other firings and things like that people let go i'm trying to remember what this guy's name was uh, where'd you see that at it was on the news in the news it was a barclays bank let go uh ceo let go let me see if i can find this why are you looking it up? Let me ask you something. The fact that she de declined to uh, testify, do you think that hurt her? Or you think that's... I think that... That was the best thing. She's probably the best thing because they could ask her incredible questions and it wouldn't look good. I, I don't think that she's a very... I think to the you know to the jury who's probably not of her high-class background, I think just her being there and the way she talks, I don't think she could... I don't think she would come off well, regardless of what she said, which, you know, could even hurt her even more if they ask questions and she takes a, you know, I'm not going to answer that. Uh, the guy's name was Jess Staley. 
And I can, I'll send you the pic right now of him with Epstein. Steely. S T A L E Y. Gotcha. S T A L E Y. But yeah, here's a picture of him with Epstein, Gates, um, former head of the, what is it? Deputy head of the Treasury. Yeah, so there's reverberations. Uh, a lot of it's uh, being handled quietly. Did you send it? Yeah, there it it's goes. on. There it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, I got tons of stuff. Uh, here's a picture of. Uh, is that Epstein. Bill Gates right there? Yeah, that's Gates right to the left. Uh, well, it's to the right of Epstein or to Epstein's left. This is crazy. Wow. It's crazy. I mean, dude, just the fact that he's. Oh, so the rumor about Gates is that. He was a beneficiary. He was uh, somebody who hooked up with women through Epstein. So that's the rumor that led to his divorce. Really? Yes. I'm not surprised. Well, they've been giving him hell, too. I think he turned off his comments there, maybe on Instagram, but he had like over <laughs> half a quarter of a million comments all just really giving him hell. Um, so this is the – this is the um, – a picture of the evidence that was given back to Epstein and Maxwell. Like it literally says evidence on it. Like they kept it in a, in a safe. Oh, this is crazy. Yeah. They knew about it. Yeah. wonder who was the, what were work. they doing? What were they doing uh, for that? I don't know. And there's so many people. They never like, moved on it. So they knew about this shit and they never did nothing <laughs> about it. Can you imagine? And it's in the 2009 documents of Epstein is that, uh, Robert Mueller said he is an asset of the FBI or he's an informant of the FBI to our full knowledge. He admitted that in, in, on, in writing. That document is legit. So they knew that Epstein was wow. giving information to the FBI. But yeah. I hope the FBI didn't think they were just giving information to the FBI. See what I mean? Right, right, right. That's exactly what you mean. Crazy. Crazy. Thank you for sending me that picture of Travis Scott, that, that, um, sure. that stage. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, I mean, that's sex magic right there symbolized. Lingam and Yoni, look that up. That goes way back. Those are very, and you can look at some of Crowley's tarot cards. Uh -huh. Same, it's same. I think it's the devil one or the goat one. It's the same imagery. It's the same imagery. It's the same imagery. Okay, well, and go ahead. It's the imagery of, <coughs> so, so, you know, I, I'm trying to say, like, what would it be? The rod going into a circle. The rod going into a circle. Okay, gotcha. It's, it's sexual imagery. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. I see exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, I saw it and I was watching the movie, The Mummy, the one with Tom Cruise in it. She had that symbol on her somewhere. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. There's a lot in the Hollywood is full of all kinds of inside. Cool it's stuff. a circle with a rod and a cross. At wow. it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's, and that's uh, what you're talking about, right? Yep. Send me another picture of it. Send me a picture of that. Okay. Symbol. I'll send you that. I'll send you all my, these are the old Travis Scott kind of statements where he was saying, oh, you know, it doesn't get good unless somebody mm -hmm. gets, gets hurt. Here's kind of more. Did you just send it to me? Yeah. I'm sending all my stuff to you. Oh, I Here's see. One with the oh, kind yeah, of energy, yeah. the energy of the um, demon entering Travis Scott from above. That blue one. See that? Is that what that is? Hold on a minute. That's what somebody said. I, yeah. I don't know, but there was something in that. That's video. what Kim saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She that told me came about down that. and, uh -huh. and it looked like it went right inside him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Sure. 
Wow. Is there a video of that? I mean, that's what I've been looking yeah, for. Yeah, there's a video. Because... Yeah, there's definitely one on Twitter. I found a lot of stuff in my research on Astroworld by just looking at hashtag Astroworld. And I think that video will show up or it will take you to YouTube. Uh-huh. See you on the other side. Yeah. They were definitely getting hypnotized or something with all that definitely. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Unbelievable. Thanks for sending me this stuff. This is great. Yeah, yeah there's a lot. This is great. Okay. Um, yeah, all right. So go ahead, William, and tell my listeners about your shows, you know, how they can um, keep up with what you guys are doing over there. Yeah, I've got uh, William Ramsey Investigates, which is an investigative journalism podcast broadcast, which you can listen to on iTunes or any other podcast distributor. I have five uh, documentaries, two about the Smiley Face Killers on Vimeo. And I have five books. You can either get a signed copy at my website, William Ramsey Investigates, or you can buy them from Amazon. All right, William. It's always a pleasure. Many blessings to you. And I really appreciate your time. Yeah, great. Thanks for having me. Great to be with you again. To find out more about our guest and all others, please visit our website at MysteriousRadio.com. And I want to give special thanks to our co-creator and executive producer, Kim Kyle, who brought this show to you today. And working hard behind the scenes, Our team of four, I want to thank them as well. Follow us on social media and share the show with others that may like the subjects that we cover. I am your host, K-Town, and you're listening to Mysterious Radio.